Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode here on Hype A with me Kristalina as your host. This is episode seven and today we have Maitha Avdala, an artist based in Abu Dhabi. Uh, although her works have been exhibited recently in London, Cromwell Place actually, she's also done an art residency and I'm sure she's going to tell us all about it today. Today we are recording between LA and Abu Dhabi so this is amazing and we love to be international as always as you know and let's welcome Maitha how are you doing Maitha? Hi hi everyone <laughs> thank you for having me I'm so glad that you're here and I know we're going to get really stuck in with your background and you know how you really started you know doing the works that you do because they're very unique works that you do um and also how we met and uh, what you're currently doing right now so let's start from the beginning um where did you train and um where are you based where were you based at the beginning of your life so i was born in a, like a village in the united arab emirates it's called Khorfakan. um mm-hmm. it's like a uh, but like it's a beautiful place it's um, a place uh, in the middle of like there there's like the sea and like surrounded by mountains so it's a very dreamy poetic place not much to do but you know look at you know go to the beach or climb mountains but it was like it's a the perfect place um, uh, for artists a lot of the artists that are now like in the UAE uh, a lot of them actually were born and raised in Khorfakan, which is like crazy because, um, you know, it's a thing. Like if you t- tell anyone like, oh, I'm an artist, they would assume that you come from <laughs> Khorfakan because it's such a, like a poetic place. Um, and uh, I was uh, born there, but then uh, uh, my family moved to another emirate. Uh, Sharjah and then from there I moved to Dubai to study and then to Abu Dhabi right Mm -hmm. now based in Abu Dhabi. Amazing and tell us about you know like this place does sound really idyllic um, where you were born and raised and you said it's very poetic and creative and it's just like natural that everyone should be artists there but how did you kind of come about your very sort of uh, lyrical themed narrative theatrical themed paintings because you're not just a painter you are a a whole fine artist you do sculptures and tell us about your work so um I knew like early in in uh my life when I was like you know about like eight years old that uh this is what I want to do and I actually remember when I decided that this is you know, this is um, um, what I want to study. This is what um, uh, what I want to be. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, I was eight years old, and I was like just drawing things, and uh, m- my family noticed that I have a talent, like, and uh, I just loved the attention that I got. So I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. But I also, um, at the same time, loved writing. Mm-hmm. I remember, like. 15 uh trying to write novels uh, never uh, never wrote a novel I had mm-hmm. few attempts but I had a love of like uh, stories and storytelling and 
um, hearing stories from my grandmother who I lived with um, uh, during my childhood because my parents were between uh, the UAE and the UK and um, mm -hmm. um, childhood and my grandmother was in Khan, this village and it was like a um, a house um, um, with like a, kind of like a, a, a big um, uh, farm slash garden but yeah. it had like sheep ducks um, chickens roosters um, and it was just beautiful, like a, be a beautiful childhood of like climbing trees, uh, waking up to the uh, sound of the rooster, you know, and uh, the stories like that my grandmother used to say, like part of it, folk tales, part of it, like part of the region's beliefs. So um, um, as I grew up, like a lot of the stories um, um, I had already written in my diary. Um, mm -hmm. And, and um, I remember like when um, I was graduating uh, the project from a senior project, um, I decided to merge the writings that I've done and the texts that I've had uh, uh, written, um, memories, things that my grandmother had used to say. I, I decided to merge them into um, um, uh, my painting and uh, what I do. So it was the first time where um, I had actually merged two things that I love to do into one. And I decided to, you know, build uh, characters out of like the um, um, written pieces that I've uh, written and like move them into uh, visuals, uh, paintings, sculptures, um, um, use these characters in performance pieces and uh, so on. Um, so yeah, um, this is, um, um, I, I feel like stories and memories and folk tales and beliefs and uh, that come from the region that I come from. And the, the kind of like the, the life that I chose to live had inspired um, my, um my uh career so yeah yeah and it's interesting that you you speak about this kind of like allegorical theatrical performative aspect of how you're brought up and the sounds that you hear and you see that in your work particularly you know your paintings where we have these kind of anamorphic humans slash rooster um and I remember I remember meeting you actually at the art residency that you were doing uh, that our mutual good friend Christina uh, runs in London. Um, and you were, you were telling me about these things and about how, you know, they're, they're kind of like part of a, a belief system, folkloric belief as well, outside of religion, outside of dogma. And um, it was just so interesting, the depth of your work. You know, you have so much depth in the content content and narrative of the work mm -hmm. and there's so much gestural movement in your work because of the way that you draw with charcoal and is it charcoal or black oil paint charcoal sticks even charcoal oil um i do acrylics as well but uh yeah, yeah. so um so what i decided to do like um, um the process where i go like to kind of like build um um 
um, the kind of like the my world I would say <laughs> is like yeah. start by I would start by writing um, um, something that would look like a, um, a, a script from a, a film or a, um, a play and, and then develop the characters and move them from there into mm -hmm. a 3D or into the painting. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the um, characters that I've been building um, are the rooster and the pig and you saw a lot of it in the studio when you visited yeah. um, these two building for a while um, um, come they come from um, um, folk tales and beliefs that are in the region for instance mm -hmm. the rooster I told you I have uh, spent a lot of time at my grandmother's house and she had like a lot of roosters and chickens and so she always used to say like if you hear a rooster then ask God for forgiveness because there are angels around um, and there's like this belief that um, roosters can see angels. That's why if you hear a rooster, then there must be angels around. So um, you go and ask uh, God for forgiveness. Um, so and and then on the other hand, there's the pig seen as a sinful animal in the region. So I use these two characters as metaphors for sin and forgiveness, right mm -hmm. and wrong. And I put them together in my work, either like in conversation or in a struggle, but they're always like together in the work. Um, sometimes they kind of like uh, uh, become part of the body, the human yes. body. So like a lot of the, uh, a lot of the um, um, uh, characters that I have in the paintings or in the uh, performance uh, videos that I have yeah. of like this that kind of like deformed into kind of like half uh, pig, half uh, body, half rooster, half body and uh, human body. And like it, it's, um, um, it's, it's very theatrical in a way as well. Um, I went like uh, one like uh, of the inspirations, inspirations that I had going on is, uh, is uh, also theater and film. I yeah. Kind of. For a, a while, I became obsessed with art house films. So, uh, mm -hmm. when I first started, to, you know, uh, when I whenever I would like uh, a, a film, I would uh, go and research the script, and I would read the script because it, you know, I just loved how scripts, uh, film scripts, and uh, theater um, um, scripts are written. They're very visual, and they're very this this uh, descriptive. Um, and um, this is how I had decided to um, uh, work on the themes and the concepts and, and developing the characters. And um, that's why the work always seems theatrical and there's always something going on. Uh, the characters are always in motion. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, and you've got you've got some sculptural works as well, and of course you've got the performative aspect where um, there's a figure like in the real physical world where there's a figure who's has the head of a pig, and then there's there's an element of you I can see in the face, but you have this really long beak that looks like the rooster and these really long legs, um, and then you've got some film work as well I can see too. 
um, as part of the whole narrative of there are angels nearby, <laughs> which is beautiful. It's so magical as well. Um, and then, of course, and then you've got, you know, we're going back in time again with these beautiful landscapes that you spoke about where you trained and where you were raised and you've got these amazing, gorgeous um very sort of like thickly applied um, oil paint, it looks like with landscapes and um, something of a slightly different um, aesthetic to your um, anamorphic drawings or drawing painting, I would say. Um, and they, they kind of um, look like turn of the century paintings that you would find in a museum, you know, in, uh, I don't know, in New York or London, you know. <laughs> um, and um but yeah, there's there seems to be, I mean, you're obviously a very talented artist, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so in my work, I like to work with like um, 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 extreme kind of like notions. You see, like the the right and the wrong and the uh, sin and forgiveness, like the two extreme different notions. But then I put them together in, in uh, my work because like you can't have right without wrong. They come together, you know, right without wrong or sin without forgiveness. Or it's like these things are, you know, in inside of us are humans and they come together. Mm -hmm. um, the the um, 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 extreme spaces as well that, I, that you see in my work, you see like a lot of corners and tiled uh, confined spaces uh, and the other and on the other hand you see references of kind of like dark uh, uh, thick painted uh, um, uh, forests to different extreme spaces um, um, and I kind of like put put like the car like like the characters always are like in those confined corners spaces mm -hmm. but then the, the um uh on the other side of it there's like this uh dark uh kind of like gloomy looking forests um <laughs> one of the things that that um kind of like also inspired um my work is um my journey so i come from the united arab emirates and in here like we're very like families are very attached to their uh to the values and tradition and we are taught right and wrong since we are kids mm -hmm. uh we are expected to follow what we were taught um as as we uh, go older so mm -hmm. when i turned 18 i had decided to travel solo and to try and find exactly what works for me as a person you know like uh, what is it that I like despite what I was taught um and started traveling a lot and um um you know like I I realized it's very hard to un uh learn the things that you were taught when you were a kid even if yes. uh you know not like <laughs> you know even if I don't uh follow um what i was taught right now it's it's always in your head yeah you it's weird how this, that happens <laughs> you always have your this fight inside of you yes um, 
And I, I feel like a lot of my work is about that. Yes, using mm-hmm. like this, um, that come from my childhood, from beliefs, from folk tales, but also they took different characters as I grow and as I like um, um, traveled and lived and um, yeah, so like I always like to say that these characters kind of like if you look at the characters you might think like you know they're kind of like if you took them out of uh, the paintings or out of like the surroundings they might look like playful but then like they're put in this like um, kind of like I would say like dark humor kind of yeah (laughs) yes yeah, they remind me. They remind me a little bit like your paintings on paper remind me of Francis Bacon's paintings a lot. You know Francis Bacon, and it's like very psychoanalytic. Yeah, sorry. I've heard, uh, yeah, or twice. Um, yeah. So like uh, these characters uh, had lived with me since I was a kid, uh, but like the way I see it is like as I grew and like. So, like the world is about, I feel like these characters had deformed in a way that, like, they took burden and, like, deformed and they appear the way they appear now. Um, when I was a kid, these characters are just innocent characters, but now, like, they kind of, like, uh, I don't know, took a lot of the weight and the sin and, like, <laughs> you know. And like the way they deformed. Um, yeah, so to me, like the work is more like a personal diary to be, um, you know, that I, I place in this uh, storytelling theatrical way. Yeah. And have you thought, have you thought about um, doing film sort of seriously? Um, I, yeah, I, I actually started writing um i did write like uh, two uh film scripts uh, that um i'm trying to develop right now and hopefully Amazing. soon i'm good yeah no it's like a, a project going for years now but uh <laughs> hopefully soon <laughs> let's see about that but i'm very excited to um uh, start working on it yeah well, it sounds like, I mean, I was, I think I was sensing that, you know, that you've been hiding a script underneath your sleeve somehow. Um, but I'm, you know, let me know when, when that's released into the public and I'll be here and uh, to support you on that journey. Cause I, I think that's just a natural progression of the next step. Um, but recently you had a show, didn't you, in London at Cromwell Place? Yes, I did. Yes. And you smashed uh... it. <laughs> I mean, uh, the audience was like the people that came, uh, like a very interesting mix, and I just enjoyed talking to people because uh, you know, in in the UAE, I'm used to talking to uh, people that are familiar with the the stories that I'm telling, like familiar with the uh, yeah. pig being familiar with the beliefs and the stories, like even if they haven't heard of like uh, folk tales before, but they are familiar of like the, the um, um, familiar with some of the stories that I'm uh, 
um, telling. Yeah, in London, because it's because it's like an ideology. It's part of the ideology. It's part of the culture. So like taking that out of context and then having to like explain or like re-unpack that must have been weird yeah. doing that in London. Yeah, people are like excited to know more and like, uh, you know, it's a foreign story to, to uh, a lot of the people, but the excitement about like, um, um, you know, um, wanting to learn more about like, oh, so why is it this? Why is it that? Like, okay, this is interesting. And it, it was just like interesting to hear their um, uh, um, opinion about like uh, uh, the work and the stories um and i don't want like uh, more than that like you know like yes it has references from um my childhood which is like personal and it's out there but like also references from the uh, culture and the references from but then like i put it in this uh, uh, storytelling kind of like theatrical so people can also enjoy it and um the references to these characters, as I said, is like right and wrong and sin and forgiveness, which is like in every um, 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 a human. So it is quite international. And it's it was interesting to see how people related to the work, although they don't come from the same uh, culture that I come from. So, yeah. Amazing. Um so I'm just conscious of time because obviously we're doing this podcast and it's your like half one in the morning over there. Um, but we're going to keep it short. But we're going to just go straight to the, for me, the juiciest bit, which is when I ask guests about inspirational people, tips and tricks and words of wisdom. Um, so who who would be your three inspirational people in 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 whatever capacity, in art, books, writing, film? Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna throw names, but people will have to Google because there are people from <laughs> uh, the United Arab Emirates. There's this uh, um, artist who uh, passed away recently, uh, Farouk al Hussein. An amazing artist um, who noticed uh, noticed me even before graduating, and just like um, you know, every time coming to my like he would come to my studio and like he would be like, uh, you like you're an amazing painter. You're one of the best painters that are in the region, and I'll be like, you know, thought of like stop. Uh, uh, stop it like I was like young you know like uh, just graduated and I'll be like uh you know you better like and he's like 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 the um, um uh, main artist in the UAE and I'm like you know you better not tell people that like you're gonna make a part of the hotel like and he's like no like uh, <laughs> just uh, you have to believe in yourself like this is uh amazing and he used to come to my studio and we would talk about things and he's um one of the first people that um kind of like took my hand and like shook me a bit like to kind of like just go out there and like believe in myself and just do it um and what was artist. his name what was his name again uh he's... we missed that we missed that sorry say that again 
Tarok Al Hussein. Tarok Al Hussein. Tarok Al Hussein. Al Hussein. Yes. Um, and then there is another artist. He's um, also Emirati Egyptian. His name Hamad Al Mazrouri. Also, like, uh, came to my graduation project, and uh, I just can't stress enough how important that was for my career because to have an established artist that already like knows and in the art scene to come to like a 23 year old um, you know just graduating artist and like take her by, by the hand and like you know uh, indulge in conversation and like uh, visit the studio and like it's just extremely important for an artist that is just starting to show um to you know get in the circle and to uh indulge in conversations with artists that are already making it and can add to your conversation can add to your concept yeah so uh these two um artists and then also you mentioned uh francis bacon um this is someone that everyone here would know that <laughs> um, when i uh, when i was uh, still uh, in the university a lot of the uh, faculty used to um, um, tell me that i uh, should uh, you know read more about francis bacon because like my work reminded me uh, of Francis Bacon so like naturally I kind of like connected with um, uh, his work like uh, the um, color palette the um, uh, way he places the characters in in uh, his paintings yeah so yeah amazing <laughs> um thank you for sharing that and um I'll make sure that the high pay listeners go and Google as well. Um, and three tips and tricks that you would give someone who is starting out as an artist. Just don't be scared. Get in the circle as, you know, as young as possible. Just get to know people. Uh, keep working. Uh, invite people to your studio. Don't be afraid of criticism. Don't be afraid... Just invite, like having your studio open for people to come and indulge in conversations. You don't know it, but like it adds a lot to you. Like you might not notice that, but you will um, um, realize how important later on the, as much like, you know, the, the conversations that you have, the criticism, like just listen. Um, um, and and um, yeah, and just try to, I would say also um, try to have a story. It's always yeah. interesting this has a story uh, to tell. Um, I, I mean, at least for me, I love when there's a story. I feel like the artist is the artwork, you know, like, uh, don't be scared of like uh, uh, tracing through your memories. Don't be afraid of like uh, going personal. 
getting your emotions, whether your work is like abstract, whether your work is like, um, I don't know, um, um, uh, interior design, whether it is um, um, just having, noticing your emotions and throwing them into your work, whether it is, whether your work is about your emotions or not, believe me, like it shows. Yeah. When the work is done and you're enjoying it and you're throwing all your tension and you're throwing all your uh, emotions into your work, it shows. Mm -hmm. Another thing is um, get to know your dark side. I would say, I always say that, but like get to know your dark side, like be confident uh, and comfortable with your dark side. Everyone has, like every human being has a dark side. Just like get to know that dark side and be comfortable with it. Um, yeah. Amazing. And do you think that would be your word of wisdom as well? Yeah. Get to know your dark side. I think I, I um, saying that at the residency in London when I was at an effort doing my residency, um, I, I realized that I'm way comf- like very comfortable with my dark side. And I think uh, it shows in my work. <laughs> and uh, saying that after the residency because um, I just realized it's it's very important for my work and I, um, yeah amazing uh, wow well I mean Maitha we've had such an amazing conversation I wish we could have gone a bit deeper but I would love to invite you maybe next year again on high pay so we can um be informed of maybe some film scripts that you're working on and like your next projects as well um thank you so much for coming to high pay and I'm sure the listeners will be very very grateful thank you so much for having me that was um um yeah that was a very interesting conversation I loved it and I hope everyone uh, enjoyed it and thank you thank you so much um and that's it on this episode high pay listeners we hope you liked it uh let us know on instagram on high pay voices it's on instagram uh make sure to follow us on high pay voices on instagram follow us on apple podcasts we're all over the place now which is great amazon music spotify make sure to leave us a review let us know your thoughts by sending us messages on instagram share your suggestions if you like as well and some insights Our episodes drop every Thursday. Thank you and see you in the next episode with another exciting and inspirational guest. Ciao for now.